Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of EKG. My name is Edgar. And I'm Sister Kathleen. And God is here with us. We're happy to have you joining us for another episode uh, to dialogue with us. Right. Like we said, we, we love doing this, Sister Kathleen. We get a kick out of it. Uh, uh, and, and, and we've shared uh, some of you, some of the listeners, thank you for coming up and saying hi and <laughs> talking to us. And we tell you the, the behind the scenes that, honestly, Sister Kathleen and I just plan a few minutes or the day before. Right. Uh, whatever moves us during the time mm-hmm. between the next recording, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, and we kind of sit with it. And, and when we record, this is not scripted. It's very authentic and real. And it's a clumsy dialogue. I really like saying that because yes. it is very clumsy. It's not very... Not very well thought out ahead of time. We're not organized. (laughs) (laughs) We need to get better at that. We do need to get better at that. But we're happy to have you here. As always, please join us in conversation. Feel free to pause this, think this through, uh, email us or text us or whatever it may be to uh, to your your thoughts. You know, this is something that we encourage you to continue this conversation with whoever you might be with, the person next to you or the next person you run into or whoever you may feel comfortable and having these conversations with, which is difficult. Right, yes. sister. It's it's difficult to have these conversations with, with just anybody. Right. Uh, we we hope that this podcast aids you in how to carry a conversation, a dialogue, in this way about faith, because faith is not meant to be kept to yourself. No. Uh, it is meant to be shared in a community, and we need to do that. Yeah, and we, it it's not a devotion. Faith is not mm-hmm. a devotion. Mm-hmm. It is a, is an active, growing, living, organic conversation. And off of that, you know, that, that encouraging us to go and speak to others about the faith, uh, right now we're, we're encouraged to go out and take part of, in the Synod of Synodality, right? Right. To go speak about the faith there, about what we see within the church, what we expect from the right. church. It's, uh, it's really neat. Uh, not too long ago, Sister Kath- Kathleen and I and the rest of the staff here at the Newman Center took part of the first session of the listening sessions just for staff just for staff. Right. Uh, and it was very beautiful. And, and that's what we'll be focusing on today is a question from that, uh, from that listening session, which is, who is church? You know, right. who, how, how do we understand that? Who is church? Uh, so, sister, let's, let's dive right into that. Who is church? What do you think that question is trying to get out of us? What is that trying to prompt? Because these questions came from the Vatican. Right? Exactly, And then they have been reworded kind of per region. But that's the spirit of the question. Who is church? What's the Vatican trying to get at here? What do you think? I, I think, I think the, the Vatican is trying, or Pope Francis in particular, is trying mm-hmm. to, to draw us away from like a formula that maybe we were taught or that we were um, uh, memorized or... Because the first words out, I don't know if you said it or whatever, is all the baptized, you know. So, okay, as I was sitting there thinking, yes, it's all the baptized. Uh, Baptized in the Catholic Church, baptized in the Evangelical Church, baptized in, you know, because we we really recognize those baptisms. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Does God not want... uh, People of other faiths, uh, supposedly the Jewish faith, the you know Hindu faith, the Buddhist faith, uh, is God all exclusively working with us baptized Catholics? Uh, I did my little air quotes there for <laughs> baptized. Um, so it's 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 a it's a very 
alive and growing question. You know, I, I took it as making us think of who is our neighbor. I think it's another way of saying that, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think the question is trying to get, who do you think is your neighbor? Who do you think? And literally, you know, like who the people you sit next to in, in mass or whatever liturgical celebration you're, you're at, but also in your neighborhood, who is your neighbor? All right, for, that's what prompted in me. Um, and, well, yeah. What you just said prompted it. <laughs> In me, Jesus turned to his own disciples and said, who do people say that I am? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just another way of saying, who, who is this church? Who is the body of Christ? Which kind of gets into a subtopic, the Christian community. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is the body of Christ? Right. Uh, so, in a, in a sense, I think that was a really a good, a good answer. Who is church? The Christian community. Okay. Who is the Christian community? That is you and I. But, Sister, you, you mentioned it earlier, the formula, the baptize. It's easy for me to say, it sounds like a textbook answer, the Christian community is those who have been baptized in the Catholic or in the Christian in faith, faith, right? Yeah, right. So, including Protestants and non-denominational right. faith. Right. So, so that's, that's, that's a formula, that's a textbook. Isn't that right, though? I mean, in, in a way, I said, that's, that's true. That's not wrong. But the difference is, is it's a community, not a club. Hmm. It's a community, not a club. We we have a vision, and it's the same vision as Jesus' vision, which was the vision of God. You know, it's, uh, but God is not confined within the Catholic Church. Um, Mm A long, long time ago, somebody said to me, you know, God brings his creation to God's self by what's available to us. So what's to say God isn't active and bringing the rest, the the folks outside of the Catholic Christian church, but us in particular in and through Jesus Christ. So it's, it's okay to say the way I see it, right? It is those who are baptized in the Christian faith, those mm-hmm. who are accept the, the ones, the Christian faith that is uh, recognized by the Vatican, right? The, right. The other Protestant faith. Um, so that is true, and then some. Right. Right. We, we, for me, as like you're right, we have it's kind of been hammered into us that this is the formula. This is what the church expects. Those who baptize, you know, uh, but that is true. Not to say that is wrong. That is true. But we're so much more than that. God is so much more than that, right? God, yeah, we God can't. Is so we much cannot more. box them in, box God or into box salvation, box mercy in, which is so easy to do. Because if you just look at the church teachings as a checklist or the list of to dos or not to dos, then all you're doing is boxing God in, right? Right. And it's very dangerous. And boxing a, others out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of course, that's what it is. It's containment, which means you contain something and you keep other stuff out, but. And I guess in a way, I'm trying to highlight the fact part of part of that thinking is not a person's own individual's fault. No, you know, we have been conditioned and it's been taught to us by the church. Right? Yeah, I, I tell you a little story about uh, uh, when I was young. I had a lot of friends in my school that were, you know, in high school 
that's when I came up against non-Catholics. You know, I went to a Catholic grade school, but in high school I went to a public high school, and many of my really close friends were not Catholic. And that was a source of um, a bit of sorrow for me because I felt mm. that in heaven, mm. I was, you know, they were not going to be with me because they were not baptized because I was taught in my little Catholic grade school that you had to be baptized to get into heaven, you know. And then those poor babies that died without being baptized, they were like in the waiting room, which was called limbo. Which, <laughs> Not true, by the way. Yeah, which I don't believe in. But, uh, you know, but we had, to, we had to make places for people. Then my, my sister gets married to a man who has no religion, really. He's a very spiritual guy. But the kids went to the Catholic grade school, and my... My nephew came to my sister one time and she, he goes, I'm so upset because dad won't be in heaven with us. Mm. And my sister didn't understand where that came from. But he had been taught that the only people in heaven were going to be Catholics. So how do we broaden and open that up to, to not fit God in our box, but to see us fit ourselves into God's Life and mind. God's box. God's, <laughs> which is God's, which is which is no box. I guess no <laughs> box. It's it's eternity. It's it's it's. Um, yeah, interesting, interesting. Because I, I, I'm not. It sounds like I'm putting blame on the church. I'm not putting blame on the church. Mm-hmm. It, it is something that took took centuries for us to hand down that we're simply educated in this way, which is important. I think now we're getting into the much more much more headspace of beyond the, the basics. We're really right? going into a the heart. heart space. Yeah, the heart space. And that's what we're, what's called of us to do that, to break down these things, these, these, um, these faith teachings, and to look at them in a deeper sense, right? Nothing on a superficial Almost level. to go beyond tribalism. Yeah. Because yeah. the different faiths became tribes, you know, mm-hmm. and tribalism kills uh, because you got to defend your tribe your territory your whatever so what jesus jesus broke through all of that uh, I, I right before we started talking i said in the very beginning who was church yeah yeah you know it was only hmm. 11 of them and mm-hmm. then the followers and they were led out to to church others to to bring the message and that becomes ultimately church because at first they were still going to the Jewish, you know, Sabbath. They were still doing all that until they became so radical within the Jewish tribe that they kicked, they them, kicked out. them out. Yeah. yeah, interesting when I was when I was taking these courses of, of early Christianity that they saw themselves as a sect of Judaism, mm-hmm. not something mm-hmm. completely separate, but just a sect. So they saw themselves as needing to abide still by the Jewish laws in, in a new way. But I think it became so radical, right. that's what happened. They said, nope, you're just something completely different. And then they embraced it. And they said, okay, fine. Yeah. But that, they didn't set out, I don't think the disciples to, to set out to establish a church, right? No. Right. They, they set out to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. So what do we make of, of Jesus telling Peter, upon this rock I will build my... 
Well, that's a transit. That, that's a translation do, thing. That's I don't believe Jesus really said that. Yeah. He just said, you're, you're going to be my point man because I'm not going to be around. Yeah. He knew what was coming. You know, we've made it into a rock, yeah, and, and which is what? immovable. And, and perhaps <laughs> and perhaps the church, the word church, you know, let's go back to the Hebrew or the Greek that it was written. You know, it's really Ecclesia. interesting to see what that means. Yeah. Um, so, so it's interesting enough to say, uh, those those things that we point out about St. Peter, but the early disciples and the fact that they didn't set out to be a different church. Can you imagine that? Starting a church a completely... In that time, you know, no way. That's why they're like, uh, no, we're still Jews. <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we don't know what to do, which ends up having being in hiding in basements and in, in people's homes and in the desert. Mm-hmm. That's the early church. Traveling on ships to other cultures to it's learning how I, I always think about St. Paul. He was in um, uh, I think it was in Athens and he's walking around and, and one of the things that, that, that who is your God? And he pointed out this this mo- monument that said to an unknown God. And he used yeah, that. Yeah. He used that as a teaching. Right now, it's not your fault. You have not met this God. You have not. No one's told you about what Jesus taught. It it was about a way of living together. It wasn't about a building at Christian all. Christian community. Exactly. Right. That's what we're looking at. Christian community. Mm-hmm. We need to get out of that building. Right. Right. Um, I, I take pride that we do that here with campus ministry. Right. We get out of well, we get out of one building to go into another building, but it's it's a, it's on campus. It's at the, the you know whatever institution that we're at here mm-hmm. in the Fresno Clovis area. Uh, but it's a Christian community that is present. Right. Right. I think here the church, the physical church, is used to bring people together to see and find other Christian brothers and sisters, and to go out together to live the faith as a Christian community. So I asked myself the other question, right? Who is Christian community? And so I'll, I'll walk through the okay, answer. Yeah. Okay? So I was like, at first, who is Christian community? Those who have accepted Christ the way. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, fantastic. So that still leaves people out, right? That still leaves people out because there's people who have not accepted them for whatever reason, right? But if we read scripture, if right. we hear from a message, you know, and tradition, we see it's simply God asks us to love. Dude, you know, love your neighbors. The two greatest commandments, love your neighbor and love God. Exactly. Right? And that is Christian community to me. So it it's is. beyond, right? So it's everyone potentially. Right? That's, that's exactly potentially, right. Potentially, I say potentially. Potentially, because, think, because, you know, I find the same desires and longings and, and, and need for love in, in many people that don't come to the Catholic Church. Uh, On the other side, I find that in the Catholic Church, but I also find the opposite of that. You know, we're we're facing world conflagration of war. And and so, but Jesus was the way. It wasn't, that's why he, God is so fantastic. (laughs) You know, what, what does he tell us? It's, it's in, it's, this Jesus that you seek is in the bread now, is in the is in the celebration, is in the uh, uh, the community coming together. It's the Emmaus feast, walking on the way, and we're not our hearts burning as mm-hmm. he t- spoke mm-hmm. to us. How many people do you walk with, and their hearts are burning because you're speaking 
to them about God. Mm-hmm. And it might not be about God, but this life of oneness. Joy. Mm-hmm. The joy that's in there. That's the Christian community. Mm-hmm. right? We see the Christian community grow in the early church. How? By those who embrace the message. Right. So I, I think that's where we get those who believe and follow Jesus right. Right, is the Christian community. That's what we physically see. That was the part of the first church. Right. Now we look into the scripture and what Jesus said. We know it goes beyond that. Mm-hmm. Beyond mm-hmm. that. Uh, it's tricky because I think we're, we as human, I think it's innate in us to divide. To who are you? What mm-hmm. side are you on? And we, and, and we see that very much alive in all of history and up to this point. Right. And I think it'll always be a part of us because we want to divide. We, we not, not want to divide, but we want to know, am I, are you with me or are you against me? Do I like you or do I not like you? Mm-hmm. Or how much do I like you? Or how much do I dislike you? Right? Right. We, we know that fear and hate is a great unifier. Right? Oh, yeah. But, but God can transform that. That exactly. unified to something different. Which God did in the person of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, in the cru- and the crucifixion. Uh, yeah. And, and I, and I, I don't want to say, Edgar's a genius. And this is Father Richard Rohr, who's been high- highlighting a lot what I've been, I've been listening to his talks. And he, and he points that out. God transforms the greatest evil, one of the greatest evils in that time, is the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. And, and transforms that to what we know us now as joy, resurrection, defeating of death. Exactly. Breaking the binds of death. Do, do we really believe that's what happened then? You know, that's what I, I yeah, ask myself. Yeah, yeah. People, I'm, I'm a, my dad, 90 years old. I'm not sure I'm going to get to heaven. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, you've been a practicing Catholic. You've, you, you're a good man. You, you've done marvelous things in my eyes and in, in the eyes of people. And you're still worried you're not going to get into heaven? Oh my goodness, you know. So, I mean, what what makes you worry you're not going to get into heaven? And maybe we have to do a little digging mm-hmm. around and root mm-hmm. that out, but it's it's, it's Father Richard Rohr again says it's it's always about unworthiness with us. We need to get over that. And once we do, it, it life just becomes completely different. He he points out that it's all about trust and confidence. Trust and confidence in God. In the scripture, in Jesus, mm-hmm. right? and trust and confidence in ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's what holds us back. Mm-hmm. And does that mean we're not going to ever make a mistake? Because we do. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. but that's, the, that's part of the growth, too, is to be able to admit that and move on and say, I'm sorry, and, and, and make amends. Today's world, nobody's making amends for anything. Everybody's, you know, cutting us off or doing this or doing that. And we have to get back to that that loving stance in the world. It's just it's just necessary. And we're at a turning point. And I think a, the Christian community can help with that. Not the only community that can, mm-hmm. but I think we are called to do that, right? By the way we live. Yeah. By the way we live. Was St. Francis of Assisi? Mm-hmm. So if necessary, use words. Always preach the gospel. And if necessary, if use words. words. Right? So we, as Christian communities, we are tasked with this responsibility right. to bring love and the joy of God to others. Mm-hmm. That sounds very hippie-ish. Right? <laughs> well, <laughs> but, it, it is. <laughs> but that's the truth. Right? That's the truth. And I, I think we, we lose sight of that because we try to contain salvation we try to contain mm-hmm. love we try to contain god 
right? Again, another Father Richard Rohr quote. Are we following God or is God, or we make God follow us? Yeah. No, that's true. And uh, he also says, you know, we are made in the image and likeness of God, and then we return the favor and try to make God in our image and likeness. Mm. Which is limiting God, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know. Which is limiting God. You know, but it's, it's, it's a lifelong, and I know when I'm doing it, and it surprises me when I am really living out my Christianity. I can go through days and stuff and think I am because I'm a sister and I mm-hmm. work in the church and blah, 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 all that stuff. But then I can meet somebody who really needs something, and it takes me out of myself to be patient and present with them because there's a pain there or there's there's something undone that needs to be done. And um, and then I know how I feel when I when I move away from that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and it's it, the person's been brought to me by God and the person leaves with God, hopefully, you know, hopefully, <laughs> you know? hopefully sister, hopefully. I know. <laughs> no, I, I think it's a. Uh... There's there's a lot to this. There's a lot of different sub-layers to what, who church is or who the Christian community. Um. And and I think the Stations of the Cross, because we're in the season of Lent, mm-hmm. you can come to the Stations of the Cross, you know, and, and uh, I look at it and I think, okay, everybody feels so sorry for Jesus <laughs> in the Stations of the Cross. Jesus falls a third time. And I think we've gone with some leaps and bounds about that, you know, and, 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 and see that Jesus is still falling, you know, on the, on the journey. We're falling on the journey. Mm-hmm. Who's falling and who, who needs help with their cross? Who, am I Simon or am I, is somebody else Simon of Cyrene helping me carry my cross? And so I or, look... Or are we the Roman guards? Are we the Roman guards? The, or are we... Yeah, more. yeah. And so I look at that and I think, okay... What's the way of the cross today? I, I would love to send a group of kids out into this. In, into the, you find the fallen, you find the people that are are carrying a heavy load, you find people who are being condemned to a li- to death or to a life that is deadly. You know, uh, and 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 make your own way of the cross in our cities or in our in our your own surroundings or in your families. And the truth is, you don't have to look too hard. No, you don't. You don't. Or too far. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Who gets stripped yeah. and opens old wounds? And make new wounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So look, you know, in your next two weeks, look around and just say, and, and, and where have you been whipped and scourged? And, mm-hmm. you know, and how, how are you handling Are you keeping on the way or have you stopped? I'll walk away. Yeah. That's a real good thing. Are you on the way or do you walk away mm-hmm. from the person of Jesus? It's the, uh, another Richard Rohr quote. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're fans, clearly. He um, says, there's really two people in the world. Those who are trying to embrace God and those who are trying to run away. Uh-huh. Right. And I have to put myself in, in the place of them because I've run away from a lot of things in my life, but what pain there is in r- running mm-hmm. away yeah. rather than walking with. It's so hard. With, yeah. it's so you know? much harder. 
and you use up so much energy and you inflict your shadow, the dark side of you, on everybody else and force them to carry it. Sister, thank you. Thank you. It's always fun. Uh, Thank you for taking the time and listening to us today. As always, uh, come up, say hi, tell us what you think. This is a dialogue and we, we hope to create more moments of dialogue with you in person right i know we've, we've thought about that a few times so we know we hope uh yeah, we, we should just open happen. up the church some night and say and come and talk and come and with talk us. yeah it'd be really good to do that thank you so much until next time